77. Morning, Amy. Good morning. Um, by the way, the dog seems to think that your nail polish is a T-R-E-A-T. And well, it is definitely not. And in fact, it's noxious chemicals. <laughs> it's not even T-R-E-A-T shaped. It's not even food. It's not even, doesn't even smell like food. It smells not like food no it smells i mean like, i don't want to say it smells terrible it, it smells, smells like, like chemicals well nail polishy though as i don't you like that smell sometimes yeah i love it <laughs> doesn't mean it's good for us though just like the smell of gasoline i like that but you don't see me huffing that every day i must be the only person on earth that does not like the smell of gasoline really don't enjoy it hmm. but i know lots of people do yeah it's great but yeah again <laughs> it's not it's it smells bad to me oh that's probably good. Like, you're probably going to live longer because you probably have some sort of, like, a a thing in you that's, like, helping you to avoid, like, dangerous things. Uh-huh. Whereas me, on the other hand, I'm like, ooh, that smells great. Give me more. Give me more. <laughs> How are you, Maya? Um, good. I have exciting news for you. Oh, do tell. Um, we are going to France. What? Yes. I can't stop saying France. Okay, when, where, why? How? What? Well, as you know, I've been obsessive compulsively collecting points and miles in various different um, ways. Yes, and I just joined the, the party. And so now I just cashed in some miles and we're going to fly into Paris, but oh it's God. not for Paris because I'm not really interested in Paris. Sorry, Parisians. Maybe you can change my mind when I get there, but we're really interested in going to Corsica. When? Um, September-ish. Okay, that's going to be amazing. I know. So Corsica is like, it's kind of Italian mm-hmm. and kind of French. And they're their own thing. Mm-hmm. And their flag is banana pants. It's like a blindfolded boy. It's very strange. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's also really close to Sardinia. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking about maybe like taking a little boat over to Sardinia. Oh my gosh, to, this is so going to be beautiful. Do the south of France. So maybe we'll go to Marseille or Lyon mm. or Nice. Wow. You're just living the life. I'm super excited about it. Yes. And I can't wait. I've just been, I've been waiting to like. Yeah. Cash um, this shit in. You know, just a little update on Saw Street, which we didn't do right away. Okay. Looking out of our studio window here, we see a very sunny day. It looks so nice out there. Yes. But don't be fooled. Once again, <laughs> it is cold. It's the kind of cold where you breathe in and it hurts. Oh, no. Your lungs. It's 11. <laughs> okay. So there's that. And I have two trips on the books as well. Mm-hmm. One is the Arizona one and one is I'm just going to go to Florida my birthday week this year. Oh, that's so funny because we have something to cash in, and I'm like, you know what? I just need to get into the sun. I just need to go somewhere where I don't have to put on layers of stuff. I just need it. I was, you and I are in the same brain because I this week was couldn't take it anymore, and looking at flights to Florida just to visit, insert myself into uh, Tyler's parents' life. Totally, because it's life. like you know what? It's Florida. It's crazy. It's the nuttiest people live there. But you know what? I'm ready to just go there. It's easy to get there. You know, I I just, yeah. So way to go on France. I'm excited. I'm excited for you to go to Florida and warm up. Even though it's May. I mean, that's far away. 
Yeah. It seems like 100 years But I now. also have a business trip in March, so now I have a... Oh! Yeah, yeah. Aren't you bougie? Uh-huh. You have a business trip? I do! Are you going to wear a lady pantsuit oh, on this I'm going to wear a lady pantsuit. <laughs> Oh, it's actually you? a retreat, and it's our um, company, full company retreat. It's three days mm. in the Columbia, St. Louis area. Mm. So it'll be a little warmer there than it is here. But like, so now I have a trip March, April, and May. So I feel pretty good about that. That's amazing. And then June, we're planning something too. But I'll tell you about that later because we haven't decided what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got a shot yesterday. What kind of a shot? So here's the thing. You know when I got, had to get all those vaccinations before I went to Asia? Yes. One is a two-part shot, which I did not oh, know. Oh, those are the worst. Okay, first you of all. You never remember to go back. What kind of asshole invents a two-part shot? <laughs> it's the worst for people like us. <laughs> well, they didn't tell me that. And then they got a letter in the mail. First of all, they're uh, sending out letters. A mail? <laughs> letter in the mail? I don't like any of this. They opened it up and it was like, you have to get a shot. <laughs> I was like, what kind of shit mail is this? That is so funny. So the, I made the Who appointment. Who sent that to you? The <laughs> Department of Health? No. <laughs> no, my health it, uh, clinic? clinic. Yeah. Oh. It was actually the travel clinic, I think. And then, so I made, I scheduled the appointment two weeks ago and they're like, oh, we'll text you to remind you. And so I was relying on that text. Well, yeah. guess what? their system don't work and so oh god of course i alerted them to this and then they're like okay we'll reset it up for you so it'll text you and i was like this time i'm not gonna rely on that text so i went and got it yesterday guess what didn't get a text yesterday either and you know what i know when i call them and tell them the system does not work nothing's gonna happen no and why why don't these systems work? You're in healthcare, which is supposed to be the most sophisticated. Also, don't um, offer it if it doesn't. If it's not working for me, it's probably not working for everybody. Oh, so anyway, I think it's hepatitis A that I got. Nice. I mean, I didn't get that. I got a shot Solid. to prevent that okay, good. from happening. So um, I can go to many countries now. Good. Well, I think your shot is going to bring us into the coronavirus update. <laughs> Um, I would like to just bring up something that's out of nightmares. The okay. cruise ship okay. that is quarantined. I was just talking about this with Tyler. Yeah. And so, you know what I said? I said. What did you say? Okay. The quarantine cruise ship. Mm-hmm. It's probably, what did I say? Something about a giant diarrhea flood cascading down the stairways, just filling that ship. Wow, Maya. Okay. So you really put a picture on this? Just so everyone is aware, the coronavirus is respiratory. Oh. <laughs> Few people are presenting with gastrointestinal symptoms, but I like, I mean, you're, to be fair, your picture is intense. A, a great diarrhea flood in a yeah, yeah. cruise ship. That sounds horrible. <laughs> That's so, you, I'm glad you said that because that makes this sound not as bad. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I just would like to have some justice for the whistleblowing Chinese doctor. Um, that has died this week. He died. So um, a whistleblowing Chinese doctor who tried to raise the alarm about the coronavirus outbreak has died, a Communist Party-controlled newspaper has confirmed. Oh, boy. Li Wenliang, 34, was declared dead at 2.58 a.m. local time on Friday morning after, quote, emergency treatment at a hospital in Wuhan, the Global Times reported, following hours of confusion over his fate. So, he had decided to speak out on the virus, even though it was risk Mm -hmm. to his authoritarian country. Yeah. And um, basically, 
So he, Chinese police had targeted him for, quote, spreading rumors in late December after he posted a warning on social media about a cluster of cases of flu-like disease that had been treated at his hospital. Seven patients were in quarantine, and the disease symptoms reminded him of SARS, which was like, you might remember hearing about that years ago. And he was urging his colleagues to wear protective um, clothing at work. So then he was summoned at the local public security bureau, accused of making face false comments and disturbing the social order. Oh, boy. He was told if he continued to talk about the disease, he would be, quote, brought to justice. What is this, 1984? The book, I mean, not the year. Yeah. It's like... So I just have to say that you have this guy who's, like, fulfilling his oath as a doctor to, like... Yeah. He's taking care of people. Uh-huh. He's blowing a whistle when he sees fit, which is, like, really important in healthcare. Mm-hmm. I hope that we're doing that. Yeah. And not only is he, like threatened basically mm-hmm. he's also now dead what was he 34 34 years old Good gravy yeah so Ugh. that's a coronavirus update on that standpoint we have this rest in peace justice for him justice for the doctor and now we have a cruise ship with sick people on it i i don't get cruises like i don't know I, it's not for me. It's not for me either. Um, so, but just, dude, it this sounds is, like my worst nightmare to be trapped. I mean, in a this is ship. this is like literally like confirming every time a story about cruise. Basically, anytime <laughs> cruises are in the news, it's not because it's a great time. <laughs> They're not standing at the gate at the gang plank way, whatever like the hell it's called, interviewing people and they're sharing their wonderful stories. It's always a disease, diarrhea. It's <laughs> always diarrhea. to your earlier point. Um, now these people are, have to stay in their little cabins. Yeah. Frankly, I'm surprised people aren't jumping off of this thing. So uh, here's, I, how do we know they're, I mean. Maybe they are. Where's the dock? New York City. Oh, why did I think it was in Asia? Because they're from Asia, I think. Oh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. my confusion. So it's just sitting in New York Harbor or whatever? Yes, yes. What are they going to do? I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're taking people off on stretchers, quote unquote. That are, like, needing to go to the hospital. But I don't know what they're doing. Weird. And I don't understand how that's even, like, ethical. I'm sorry. I mean, do, how much food do they have? What they're the, running out of food. What does the bathroom look no, no, like? No, no, no. They're running out of food. It's like, this is not okay. We can't do this. I mean, how much waste can they... How long can you live on a cruise ship? Well, I don't know if you know this, but did you know that the cruise ships, they literally just open a, a no. thing? No. Yes, they do. Well, I guess, like, whales poop in the ocean. So, yeah, <laughs> whales aren't eating cheeseburgers either. <laughs> okay, true. whales are eating plants. That's Maya. right. Oh no, they just open a hatch and dump it in there. It's and, sick. And <laughs> cruises. cruises are sick. What's wrong with humans? You know what? <laughs> they are so sick. Okay, so you know this is actually uh, coronavirus virus related. So you know my family. Some of them live in Singapore. Yeah. So this, my cousin sent this to our group chat on WhatsApp. This is the toilet paper aisle in there. Oh boy, Maya just showed me a picture of empty, empty aisles. It's there's a all the grocery stores are emptying of like why toilet paper. People are panicking, and they think that they're gonna run out of stuff or they're trying not to leave their houses. I'm confused by it because oh I was gosh. like, is the coronavirus causing people not to? I would have just groceries? like to remind everyone that less than two percent of people that have been infected from the coronavirus have died. Yeah, 
And those people are, again, as I mentioned last week, immunosuppressed, immunocompromised. This have, is another grocery store. Have other health, yeah, have other health things going on. Um, so, I don't know. This is just... The cruise ship is just really the stuff of nightmares. And already cruises were a stuff of nightmares. We knew that to begin Being with. Being trapped in your little tiny ass room is... That's... No. No. Denied. Denied. <laughs> um, okay, so that was the uh, coronavirus update. Okay. Um, in the Kobe Bryant update, a couple of things have happened I'd like to update us on. Okay. So just so everyone knows, if anyone's ready to go to L.A., which probably most of you aren't, there is going to be a memorial Vanessa Bryant posted on her Instagram on the 24th of this month to honor Kobe and Gianna. So that's kind of nice to let, um, you know, let the public participate because it's something that I think everyone would have been really, it, it just would have seemed like something missing if they didn't do it that way. Um, so an update in the investigation into the crash, the new details, um, the NTSB released a preliminary report into the tragedy. They revealed that the helicopter's engine was fully operational at the time of the crash due to the fact that they found damage consistent with powered rotation at the time of impact. And also the fire was a post crash fire. So that is telling us that there was no mechanical issue. Mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. so that's a little bit i don't know that's hard to hear but it turns out there's only two h's by the way you know last week when we were talking about three H's. yeah yeah, yeah. okay update it's... three h update it's two h's maya texted me like in the middle of the week and was like it's only two h's so that's good because we didn't know but we were gonna just avoid hot air balloons and i think we could still could we still can i think yeah yeah um and then in other Kobe Bryant news, Gail King has been lambasted because she um, did an interview with Lisa Leslie of the WNBA fame and spoke and brought up Kobe's um, sexual assault mm-hmm. accusations years ago. And then um, the news network decided to isolate that and air it. Hmm. And she was like basically has been threatened now by Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, oh boy. and others. And she, like, took her days off work. Oprah came along and said, like, she was in... Oprah was in tears saying she's not doing well. And so this is just... Yeah. That's the Kobe Bryant update, Maya. Back to you. (laughs) (laughs) This has been the Kobe Bryant update. Maya, back to you. Can we maybe uh, talk about something uplifting and yes we've had like three downers in a row yes i wanted to get him out of the way i wanted to get him out of the way um can we talk about the super bowl yes okay here's i want to tell you about this strategy that we had i know you're gonna love it okay i can't wait here's what we did we dvr'd the super bowl great and then perfect we watched Saturday Night Live as we were recording the Super Bowl that oh, we had recorded JJ from the Watt. Ne- <laughs> yes. Okay. P.S. We didn't know who that was. Oh, okay. And then when we finished watching the Saturday Night Live, we started watching the Super Bowl, but just fast forwarded through the game to the commercials. Great. And the halftime show. Perfect. So we just watched the commercials and the halftime show. Okay, great. Tell me what, what were your takeaways? Well, okay. I have some notes. Good. Are you ready? Bring it on. I'm ready. First, before I start, do you have a favorite commercial? 
Um, it's kind of weird. I don't like have the the commercial that I thought was just the funniest thing, so clever that I loved so much. Okay, was when the guy soda streamed the only water on Mars. <laughs> I was dying. So for me, honestly, that was the best commercial because I just thought it was so funny. Well, you know what I thought? I couldn't. And then stop. he said, "I thought it said Mark's water." <laughs> it was Mars water, and he soda streams it. You're like the only person that thought oh it was hysterical. God. I thought it was so funny. The only thing I could think was I felt bad for that guy because I was like, he can't go back to Earth now because he's contaminated. <laughs> oh, Maya. <laughs> That's you. I just thought, it, oh, gosh. I loved it. Okay. I was worried for him. No, okay. that, I thought it was so funny. You know, I, okay, so the Jason Momoa commercial. Oh, God. <laughs> All Amy, the whole time, Tyler can testify to this. I just kept saying this. No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. That it, was the reaction. And then was, when he took the final, <laughs> taking the hair off, it was like the final blow. It was so disturbing. It was very disturbing. And I, I love that Lisa Bonet was in it as well. Yes. Is um, there anyone, anyone cooler than Lisa Bonet? And Jason Momoa. And, okay, Zoe Kravitz, Okay, by Zoe the way. Kravitz, that's her stepdad. And her dad is Lenny Kravitz. Are you kidding me? She's Not probably fair. the coolest person ever to be She's born. She's the coolest person ever to be born, period, end of story. <laughs> the end. Oh, my stepdad. Like, when you say the word stepdad, there's a certain... <laughs> Maybe an image that pops into one's head. And it is not Jason Momoa. <laughs> I loved when he took his arms off. Oh, that God was hilarious. Gross. That was made me so sad. Yeah. Okay, Bill Murray and the Little Groundhog. Missed it. What? I heard about it. but It was cute. Yeah. It was really sweet yeah. and adorable and hilarious. Mm-hmm. That Jeep is very ugly, though. Mm. I mean... Yeah, I missed that commercial. Jeep... Please don't let that stop you from giving me one or sponsoring this podcast, but... Oh, yeah. We'll take another model. <laughs> We'll take a different one. Um, what's a Genesis car? You know, Christy, T- uh, Christy Teigen? Oh, uh, great question. And you know what? They did a good job because people, a lot of people, after that, watching that commercial are saying, what's a Genesis? Yeah. Because I liked that. I liked, I loved that John said sex, that they, she had to call him sexiest man alive or he did like, that was, yeah, they're cute. Um... Yeah, that was interesting. I like them. I like her. Yeah. What else did you like? Um, I Google made me cry. Oh, I hated that one. Why? Well, because it's sad. I don't know. I just think, yeah, I, I don't need to be pandered to with oh. sadness. Oh. Yeah. I, I, you know how I feel about, like, there's enough sadness in the world? Sure. And I don't need made-up sadness. There's <laughs> enough fucking sadness. You don't think that's a real man? No. I don't. <laughs> Maybe. It's a real man. He's an actor. <laughs> you don't have time for his fake there's ass enough, There's fake enough ass trad- tragedy, tragedy in this world and sadness, okay. like daily. All right. Thank you. I'll take that. Um, Drinking water, the water, the only water from Mars. <laughs> now that is funny. <laughs> that is so funny. And soda streaming it nonetheless. Like, that is genius. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, what did you feel about the smart park? With the I thought it was Boston accent. I get it. It's funny. Yeah. Smart park. Ha ha ha. My only takeaway is that I didn't know Chris Evans was from Boston. Yeah, I thought. I don't know. I guess. I guess one of the issues is, and I next year I want to do this differently. I had already watched a lot of these. Oh, I purposely didn't. Okay, so that makes a difference because yeah. I had already seen Smart Park like five times. Oh no. 
So I think if I would have seen it, like, just in the wild, I think I would have really thought it was funny. So you were already over I was pop. already kind of over it. And I, I got, I thought it was funny, but I was like, yeah, I think I need to not do that next year. Sure. But I couldn't really help it because we were, like, we posted an ad to play off of the Winona ad. Okay. And so then I was watching them, and so... Let's talk about the Winona that wasn't. Like, I was mm-hmm. kind of disappointed by that commercial that came yeah, on. Yeah, so was the city of Winona. I know, they made their own website. Yeah, they did. So um, my boss was actually on WCCO Radio the Monday after to talk about her takeaways. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds like fun. Yeah, and one of the things was that... So Winona, the city, they were totally kept out of the loop on the filming and what the concept and everything. Yeah. So they were a little disappointed in that because they wanted to, like... Actually feature their town? Yeah, and I don't know if you know this, but one of their things is, like, the Miami of Minnesota. What? Yeah. Anyways. Why is it the Miami of Minnesota? I don't remember. Something... I don't know. Something about the coast, the water... Anyways, um, so Winona wants to be known as something a little different and then, than what was portrayed in the commercial. The commercial, here's what I think about the commercial, is that I feel like every time somebody is portrayed like from here or this region, a la Fargo or whatnot, right. we're somehow idiots. And it's, I know. The accent, I get it. It's not glamorous. Right. But... We all have an IQ higher than 10. Like, yeah, it's really this. And just because people like live in the country or they live, they want to live in the outdoors. Right. Makes some of those people the most resourceful, skilled. Right. Like, so interesting was- people that there are. And so yeah. I agree with you. And it's like, it's like, guess what, guys? That's just our cross to bear for being the flyover country that we are. <laughs> these are these concepts come from New York and L.A., and that's what we're thought of in New those York places. City. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, so that's just our cross to bear. And like, good on us for jumping on it. Like, we jumped on the commercial Winona. They'd created, they they turned all of that around mm-hmm. super quick because they didn't know. Yeah. They did not know what the concept was. They did not get to see it until it was like really close. So they, she scrambled Mm -hmm. to get all of that up and going. And so like good for her. Yeah. But I have to say that like, let's remember, like, let's, let us not forget that one of the reasons that Minnesota is a wonderful place to live is because of the fact that we are known as flyover country. Like we don't have the population explosion. We don't have a lot of the issues that the coasts have. So it's a good thing that nobody knows about it. Kind of like, you know what, why do we need why do we need New York and L.A. to think that we're so cool here? We don't. <laughs> we don't. Right. So, like, I get it. Yeah. You know, and then Winona Ryder, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's just a little disappointing because she's, like, really connected to us, especially, like, those of us that came up in the 90s. And I know. I love Reality Bites. Yeah. Like, she was really, like, the... And she did live here. Yeah. And uh, so, anyway, yeah. I thought it was just not surprising. It was like Fargo, essentially. <sighs> Fargo forever. That's yeah. what we are. Yeah. Okay. What other ones did you like, Maya? Um, you know what I didn't like? Tell me. Mr. Peanut dying and coming back as like a cute baby peanut. 
why the fuck was that and are we just copying baby yoda because it seemed like it and i'm like why are we doing this they're like baby things are in right now you guys didn't think of baby yoda so you don't just copy his big eyes and put it on a baby peanut why do we need this (laughs) denied denied for sure oh my god that was the worst the tide the reoccurring denied (laughs) i love charlie and i love that show yeah it's got to be one of the funniest we call, shows ever. We call it the yelling show Oh, in this house. Yeah. Yeah. I love that show. But it, it, we're talking about It's Always Sunny, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. If you haven't watched it, just watch it. It's ridiculous. They're hilarious. They're terrible they're people. They're so funny and they're just ridiculous. They're the worst. But, but great. That commercial was so dumb. Oh my God. It just kept happening over and over. And it was like, you know what it was? It's like sometimes you think... Like, anyone that hasn't seen It's Always Sunny, mm-hmm. which is probably most of the people, yeah, probably just thought, oh my god, this guy, he's so funny. Like, But it's like, that commercial of Charlie was like, the worst of Charlie. Right. So like, it's sad, because it's like, oh, this isn't even funny. Like, it's... We use Tide to denote people we think are like, rich and fancy. So like, the people on the corner, we once saw that they um, were unpacking their groceries and they... <laughs> From the car and they pulled Tide out and so we call them the Tide people now. Yeah. <laughs> because they're so fancy. They Tide buy... would love that. Tide is expensive. Tide would love this. Would they? you think that. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it would be cool. Tide, what they should have done is gotten the whole cast. Okay. And done something, a Tide commercial with the whole cast, a la even Danny DeVito, a mini scene, mm-hmm. a mini episode, mm-hmm. how they stretched it out for the whole thing. Write a mini episode and then stretch that out. But why aren't you writing? And everybody would have been like, oh my God, this is the funniest thing ever. And then guess what? It would have also been like people would have gone and watched their show. I don't know. No one asked me. That was a better idea. Thanks. You're brilliant. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, this one I didn't understand and maybe you can explain it to me. Okay. The Hard Rock, J-Lo, The Hard Rock... She's running, stole her bling cup. Why? I don't... Not necessary. Did I... Was I supposed to know that she had a bling cup? Yeah, because... So she's been posting on social. Oh. Yeah. I had you have known something. Yeah, yeah. So she's been posting on social her bling cups for like a while. She keeps posting them. And then leading up to the Super Bowl, there was a special Super Bowl one. So yeah, her bling cups have been like central in her social, okay. in her Instagram. And so, yeah, that's what that came from. Like, does she make them herself? Why should no, I? No, they're mean, just given to her, gifted to her. I don't know. Oh, because I don't feel like you should, unless you make it, you should be tooting well, a horn. Basically, of, if you're like that cup. hot when you're 50, yeah, people are like, it can't just be normal water. It's okay. gotta be. Is Shakira aging backwards? Yes. Amy, what? The what? She looks She's so amazing. Amazing. She was the steal. She stole the show to me. She was great. Yeah. And we have the controversy. So there's several controversies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many controversies <laughs> always. Okay, first of all, the noise that she made with her mouth and her tongue. Yeah. I can't believe no one's ever heard that noise before. Did nobody ever watch Xena Warrior Princess? Like, I have know. you never seen I know. Romancing the Stone? I know. It's people are acting like it's she made so a noise insane. that only aliens can make and they've never heard this no, noise. No, I don't before. know where everyone is. <laughs> I don't know what everyone else has been doing our whole lives. I don't know. And she like the next day like like all these things that they called out in her performance, the next day she's like, "Okay, 
So that's a traditional Colombian dance. It's called this. Okay, so that's a traditional thing that it's called a lalal, whatever it's called. And, I mean, she literally went through and was like, uh, yeah, these are all, like, things. They're all things. I didn't make any of this up, and these are things. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's funny that I think part of the problem with this is people are trying to view another cultural performance or, like, a cultural expression through their own cultural experiences. Yeah. Like, white american experiences and so and we also had months to think about this look the super bowl was in miami uh-huh is it lost on anyone that miami is basically like going to another country if it you've totally never been is. there yeah it is the best part of it shouldn't even be florida it should be its own country right because it is like compare normal florida to miami apples and oranges right you have all these people from all over the world in miami you walk down the sidewalk and you will hear so many different languages mm-hmm. You will see a true melting pot. You will see skin tones that are literally in a whole rainbow of. Mm-hmm. So it's like this was in Miami. Yeah. And also we knew it was Shakira and JLo. Both not white. Also Latin. Latin. We had time to think about this. <laughs> so it's weird. <coughs> like, why would. What? What? What did we want Shakira to do? I wanted her to do exactly what she did. Me too. <clears throat> Maybe we're alone in this. I don't know. People maybe are just like, bring back the who, I guess. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> My favorite, the favorite meme that I did see yeah. was like, it showed, um, it showed like a dumpy woman from the suburb, white woman from the suburbs, and mm-hmm. it was like the picture of Adam Levine with no shirt, uh-huh. and it had the emoji with the heart eyes, and it was like... <laughs> Um, this is amazing. And then it showed the same woman and it showed Shakira and J-Lo. Yeah. And it was like the same woman with like, um, this is like so sexual and like, get, get this off of my TV. Like there's kids watching and it's like, it's like you have to just be jealous at that point. Well, first of all, I don't know. Does everybody not know that they are actually covered head to toe in nude colored spandex? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. There's not, it's a lot of, it's not even skin. It's just fabric. No, it's not skin at all. Of course they're not going <laughs> to... No are... self-respecting woman is ever going to go on a stage anywhere just in her skin, okay? And that's over the age of, you know, 30. I don't care how over hot the they are. Over the age of 25. I don't care how in shape they are. That Don't. Their skin does not look like that. No. So if you thought that was their skin, it's not. <laughs> Newsflash. They probably, in fact, have several layers of really binding nude... Tight, tight pantyhose types things. Yes. Several layers. There was no skin there. No. They were completely covered. It's like one of the things, one of the most interesting things, because I don't know, remember Cher back in the day in her costumes and her body? Yeah. It was, who was her famous designer? Bob Mackie. Thank you. Um, Bob Mackie at once said this this thing, and and I just like, it really resonated with me that like, her body was so beautiful. Yeah. And like also, though, there was never anything vulgar about the human body. Her body specifically because she was so lean and beautiful. Yeah. And like the way that he designed her costumes, uh-huh. like nothing was vulgar. Nothing was. And that's kind of like this, too. I have to say mm-hmm. that I did have a. And this is just a costume design issue. It's not a morality issue. Oh, we might have the same issue. Go on. The black. Yes. Over. Yeah, the little black uh-huh. piece of fabric that went like straight up her vagina in the front <laughs> or her vulva, as it were. 
<laughs> I couldn't. It was like, it was just distracting for me. Yeah, but then she had the sparkly one underneath. And then and she turned around out. and it looked like she sat in a baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand. Why would you do that? It was so distracting. I know. And like the skinny strip of fabric up the front, it was just not it. And then she was up on this, like, they had her at one point, like, elevated up, and uh-huh. it was just, like, focusing on that strip of fabric, <laughs> and I was just, like, I, that was a costume design issue. It wasn't, like, a sex issue for Yeah, me. I would have, like, done it differently. I would have made that fabric a little wider because it just looked strange. It did seem... The proportions of it were yes, off. It, Let's it just was. say that. And that's why you know that she's wearing nude fabric... Upon Every. nude fabric, upon uh, nude fabric, upon nude fabric. Right. Which yes. is not to say that they both don't look amazing. Like, Mm-mm. P.S. No, no, no. They looked amazing. If I looked like that, I would be walking around in a tank top or a, a crop top. No, a bikini all the time, mm-hmm. everywhere. You'd be cold, but okay. <laughs> I would be freezing. We're in Minnesota. But why not? I know. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I'm not, I, th- I thought it was a good show. Mm-hmm. Despite, like, that one thing i liked her j-lo's puerto rican flag american oh flag, and her like daughter singing cape. oh what about the kids in cages oh yes it okay. was took me a while to figure that one out i didn't know about that till i read about it later me too i was like oh look at those little glowy globes that they're in i know yeah <laughs> it it was really if you took that from the top to the bottom and you yeah like, probably there's an article or 10 somewhere where you could look at all those things. Like, I guess the stage from the top was a woman symbol. Oh. Yeah. So, it's just really cool, like, um, themes, and they just did a killer job. And then I just want to know, like, I just need to ask J-Lo. Um, I already have asked her on her Instagram. She hasn't answered me yet. <laughs> just like when I asked LeBron where he gets his long pants for my son, because he does long legs, too. Okay. LeBron still never answered me. LeBron, please answer me. Thank you. Um, but anyways, I want to know if the poll thing was part of the act always or if she did it in response to or if she threw it in because people were saying she didn't do her own pole dancing in the movie <laughs> and that um, she had a body double. It was this controversy. Somebody came out later and accused and said she didn't do that. I was the person and I did it and whatever. And she was like, uh, no, I did. So my question for that was like, was that what that was? Okay. Was it always part of the show or was she just like, oh yeah, I can watch? I don't know. I just feel like pole dancing so passe. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it didn't, for me, it um, it didn't mesh with the rest of the performance. That so, was what it was like. It's an amazing, it's an amazing athletic thing to do. It's mm-hmm. just amazing. But I guess I just didn't know. I was thinking... Did she throw that in for that reason? Was that the motivation? Because it didn't really seem to mesh because yeah. like we had we talked about all the other images and themes going on. It didn't mm. really seem to flow to me. Stuck out a little bit. Yeah. So we're going to say, J-Lo, get back to us on that one. Yeah, hopefully she'll get back to me and next week I'll have an update. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure she'll just get right on that. Oh, I think that's all I have oh, for well, wait. the controversy. The Super Bowl winners? Patrick oh. Mahomes. Remember when I said I wanted him to win? He's a nice kid. Uh-huh. And he did. Oh, good. Kansas City Chiefs. And just so you know, the coach. <laughs> Again, we fast forwarded through the game. The coach is a precious gem of a man. And he has won, like, he literally has won, like, more games than any, like, I don't know. He's got, like, a huge winning record. So it's like he's won more games than anybody. But then he's also never won a Super Bowl. Okay. 
And so it was just really cool for him. He's been a really good, solid coach for so many years. I heard he was real jazzed up in some interviews. Yeah, he's adorable. And there's this funniest picture of him. You can Google it or go on YouTube. I'm sure everybody's just going to be so excited to do this. But literally, like I said to my husband, because he's got like this really thick stash, um, big, thick mustache, big, burly guy, right? Yeah. He kind um, of reminds me of Wilford Brimley, if it's a Totally, person totally. Yeah. Let me, like, God, I can't like believe this. I'm so Wil- embarrassed Wilford. that I'm not thinking of his name. My husband right now is listening and screaming <laughs> at the um, radio or at the <laughs> Kansas City Chief Coach. Andy Reid. Thank you. Andy Reid. Okay, that's his name. So. It's funny that he goes by Andy. Yeah. He so seems- what you guys need to all Google, Producer Tyler, when you're done with this. There's a clip on YouTube of Andy Reid at 13, and he's in this, like, punting contest. He's on a football team. Mm -hmm. He is, no joke, the same size as he is now. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. And he's in line with these other kids. He's literally at least a foot taller and a foot wider. Weird. And he looks so funny. And then they showed a picture of him when he was playing college ball, and he had that huge mustache. He looks 50 years old. (laughs) <laughs> so funny he was born 50 yes okay <laughs> so cute so congrats the chief's family for that win well do we have any other like super bowl schmooper bowl um no we don't but i would like to run and jump into a concert report if i could concert report. I love it. okay so concert report so one little bit of concert news this week. The Rolling Stones have announced their tour. Maya, what do you feel? How do you feel about that? They're going to be here in Minneapolis. They're going to be at the U.S. Bank Stadium, the most terrible acoustics in town. Um, giant glass dome with mute sound bouncing off of every side. Yeah. And um, they're coming back. So last time they were at TCF Bank Stadium, which is where the Gophers play, I was at that show. Uh-huh. That is a stellar place to see a concert i also saw beyonce there yeah and it is me too it is a killer place to see a concert yeah um of course um so what do you think about them touring and then i want to ask you about venues i have a question about concert venues well like what do you mean what do i think of them touring like i want them to tour until one like until they die yeah okay good for them cool am i gonna go yeah here's what's prohibitive in me going yeah the tickets are going to be too much money. Yeah, no. I'm not going to be able to be close enough. No. Two, is now the time I want to see them? Very good point. Maybe it's just best that I don't. Yeah. Maybe it's just best that I watch some YouTubes of them when they're yeah, young. exactly. And I did see them at TCF. That was about four years ago or something. And it was a great show and it was fun. And I was glad I saw them. It was like a check off the list. Uh-huh. And they were great. And Mick Jagger's like ridiculous. He's... I mean, talk yeah. about aging backwards. Like, what is his deal? Right? Yeah. Um, and turns out Keith Richards' update has quit smoking. What? So he's on, he's on par to live forever. Qu- he quit smoking. He quit smoking. He's been going this... Oh, my oh, God. Oh, how embarrassing. How dare you, madam? That's my mom. <laughs> Marsh. Um. So, yeah, he quit smoking. He said it was harder to quit than heroin, which we all knew that. Um, but why so, quit now? Hmm. What? How old is he? Like seventy-five? Yeah, I don't know. Just because he's Keith Richards, he does what he wants. I mean, maybe he just got sick of buying cigarettes. Who knows? It's possible. Maybe he just got sick of the smell. I don't know. Maybe his wife told him to stop. Who knows? He has a wife. Yeah. Oh. 
He seems like one of those people that just would eternally have, like, a young girlfriend. No, he has, like, a wife. Weird. That he's had for a while. Huh. So, anyways, they're touring. But I guess my question for you is, I know that they just want to make as much money as possible. Uh Uh-huh. But I guess I also don't understand that. Because if you're the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And you have that much money, wouldn't it be so much more fun slash exciting for everyone for you to do, like, a small venue tour? Like, why don't more artists do that that are at a certain level where it's like they've played every stadium so many times? I guess my question is like, okay. Because, Amy, it's not just them. They have lots of people that work for them. I know. So they have to pay those people. Yeah. So they have to make a lot of money. Okay. Because there's a lot of people to pay. Okay. So do you remember when the Dixie Chicks did their thing where they like, said they're embarrassed to be from Texas because of George Bush and then overnight everybody was like yeah. burn their records burn the witches yeah and they, and they had never to, came back they had to cancel their tour and they all they had to fire all these people okay and all these so it would be really cool to do like a tiny but then I feel like people would just get trampled or murdered I don't know okay so like that's what's sad to me is that it's sad to me that you get to a certain point and you don't get to come back to the little small stage until you're no one cares about you. You could play a secret show. Yeah, but nobody seems like they don't that much. No. So I just like wish that we could have that more in music where we could have these these moments or have the opportunity to like like how cool would it be to see the Rolling Stones at First Avenue? Like it would It'd be, be really cool. epic. Yeah. Granted, we probably wouldn't get to go because, like you said, the tickets would sell out so quickly. Like, people would probably kill people. They'd probably <laughs> blow up First Avenue. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, it would just be so amazing. I and, know. And, like, these, stage- these stadium tours are just played out. I'm not a stadium. That's the thing is, like, I'm not a stadium concert person, but I am kind of looking forward to Pearl Jam. And we'll see how that goes. Just have an open mind because you okay. just, once you're there... I did once, so my friend Adele and I, way back like a thousand years ago when I was young and cool, um, I was probably like maybe 2000, 2001, REM played a secret show at the 400 bar and we were like friends with people who worked there, Whoa. so we heard about it and this is, <laughs> this is, tells you where we were at. She was like, hey, do you want to go to that secret REM show tonight at the 400? And I was like. Well, is it for sure they're going to be there? And she's like, it's pretty sure. And I was like, well, what if we go all the way down there? And so we decided we were just didn't feel like going. It was too late. We were too lazy mm-hmm. because we had already we had so many things going. Exactly. On. Exactly. Like, That's we like out. all the times that I had heard, oh, Prince is playing tonight at yeah. Paisley. And I was like, nah. nah, do I feel like sitting in the till four o'clock parking in the lot waiting? Like, nah, I don't really feel like. it's all the way in Chan. Like, who knows? Yeah. Like, yeah. So we never did see it. We didn't go to the REM secret show at the 400 bar. Which probably is fine. It is fine because I don't really like REM that much. I don't like them that much either. (laughs) Okay. But this actually is a great segue into what I was going to say. What? So once again, I don't know if you remember at the beginning of this year that I said my husband and I's goal was to keep our finger on the pulse and your part of your job was to help us which you did you failed already so um thanks for that and try to get to some shows where you can see like these up and coming like young well you did to be fair said you're not really it's not you're not the person anymore right yep um but anyways so i was like you know the fillmore (coughs) it's a new venue here in minneapolis 
I have thoughts on it, but go on. Last night was the pre-party. So they had like a big swanky pre-party for all the press and the media. Um, and they had a show and, and um, food and drinks and everything. And Chris Riemann Schneider from Strib was, of course, there. And then he, though, snuck out and went over to the 7th Street entry. Oh. Um, And went and saw a little band that he said that at some point soon, they'll be too big for either the Fillmore or First Avenue. I have my pencil ready. And they are called Illiterate Light. Oh, no. I don't enjoy their name. Illiterate Light? Yes. And mm. Illiterate Light, they... Uh, let me pull up Chris's... It's, um, it's just the kind of thing where you would have wanted to be there. Let's just say that. Like okay. It... it you know, first of all, the 7th Street entry, if you've never been there. Dog bless you, Harrison. Um, so um, Chris said, bounced from the fancy new Fillmore to the grimy old entry last night and caught a young band that could soon be too big for both rooms at Illiterate Light, duo from Virginia. Dude sings guitars and handles bass with feet and writes great tunes. They jammed through a killer Neil Young cover, too. Yeah. So, like... Sounds cool. So, like, yeah. It's, like, that's the kind of stuff I want to be involved in, and I wasn't. I was actually at my house <laughs> last night, and I actually had a really fun night. My husband and I, we listened to music the whole night, oh. and I played some very filthy um, music that I used to listen to yeah. by Too Short. Does your husband like the filthy He was, like, music? how old? He was, like, wait, how old were you when you were listening to this? I'm, like, I don't know, eighth grade. He's, like, wait, what? I'm sorry. It was to be too short. Uh-huh. A too short song. Uh-huh. Um, what is the song? Anyways, it's, and I said, and he's, like, how did you even, like, did you buy this at, like, down in the valley? And I'm, like, no, 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 no. older brothers. He's, like, what older brothers? I'm, like. The older brothers store, like the older brothers. This is where this is the music you get from the older brothers. Okay, the two live crew original dirty mix. I first heard from Heidi Hennenkamp. May she rest in peace. Older brother. Okay. Same with this. This was a direct pipeline from Joe Coons. Right. Ba- American badass boy. I, I thought about the coon the Coonses immediately. That when is you said exactly it. where that came from, and we knew all the words to the song. It is filthy. <laughs> And it actually is like a 10 minute song. And he's like, this is so long. I'm like, no, no, no. Yes, because this was like the dirty. Wait, did you say Joe or Dan? Joey. Okay. This was the dirty, dirty, dirty (laughs) 90s Los Angeles rap scene. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, they had like the best lyrics, the best rhymes over a a simple smooth beat. Mm -hmm. And everybody and their cousin would come and do do a verse, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's like a nine-minute song. There's girls, there's boys, there's everybody. <laughs> and um, at first I was like, because I know every single word, and I'm like rapping along with it. And I'm like, actually, this isn't that filthy. And then my husband's like, um, it is pretty filthy. <laughs> I remember, I think you were the one that told me there was a filthy version. I was like, there is a filthy version? Of the Two Short song or of the oh, Two no, Live no. Crew? Of Two Live Crew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Somebody needs their pacifier. He almost made it through the whole I podcast. Know. Well, maybe we can. OK, 
Okay, so anyways, we're back. Filthy rap, we're back. <laughs> we listened to all kinds of music last night, but in any case, I missed that show. Yeah. Hoping not to miss any other upcoming stars at First Avenue or the entry. How are you gonna? What's your plan for this, buddy? Um, so now I'm going to specifically, uh, Chris Riemann Schneider is gonna be my pipeline. Are you gonna contact him directly? No, I'm going to keep track of him because he always does like a Friday um thing, like of what to watch out for. Yeah. And I follow him on social, and I'm just gonna like make a more effort to like keep up with him. Doesn't your dad play basketball with him? No. Oh. Anyways. Well, I thought I had an in for you. Jim Walsh. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I'm just gonna keep track of you know a little bit better. I haven't done a great job. It's my fault. <laughs> Well, uh, maybe I'll think about ways I can help you with this. Just forget I, it. I'll just do it myself. Okay. <laughs> um, well, what did we learn this week? Um, well, we learned that cruise ships are trash. <laughs> we didn't actually learn that. It was reinforced by the current news. Yes. Yes. So just avoid a cruise ship. If yeah. you want to go to Alaska, just go to Alaska. <laughs> we learned that... Um, Two amazing Latin ladies can put on a show, and everybody is surprised yeah. when it's Latin themed. Yeah. And I don't know, that's about it. <laughs> it's been a slow week <laughs> for learning things. <laughs> We've learned nothing. But high five on this. <laughs>